let's look at um, a recent vote uh, at the Metro Vancouver Board. The vote occurred on July 28th. Um, the Metro Vancouver Board voted 84 to 50 in support of accelerating a faster move away from fossil fuels. Now, the original recommendations were advocated by the City of Richmond. The vote included uh, asking the B.C. government to enact legislation to speed up the transition away from natural gas. Uh, that's province-wide. Fortis, B.C. asked Metro Vancouver to reject recommendations for a quicker move away from fossil fuels. The move was also not supported by various business associations who also wrote in uh, to the board. Now, today in Glacier Media, there's a report that the City of Richmond and other councillors around BC are concerned a Fortis BC report redacted vital information in regards to the future role uh, of renewable natural gas. Now, critics allege the report titled Renewable and Low Carbon Gas Potential Study had vital information taken out which said switching to electric over gas is easier and more efficient. Fortis BC is quoted as saying the information did not fit the scope of the study, so hence it was removed. Now, in the article, Nanaimo City Councilor uh, Glenn uh, Geselbrocht uh, describes the deletion in the report as misleading. Uh, ben uh, Geselbrocht joins us now. Ben, thank you for speaking to us today. Good to be here, Jos. Thank you. Uh, this vote... Uh, that occurred recently at the Metro Vancouver Board, uh, a desire to move away from natural gas. Uh, It was a motion uh, pushed by the City of Richmond. Uh, There has been a lot of conversation, and I've had Mayor Malcolm Brody on, uh, talking about what Fortis is talking about, uh, the natural gas, uh, and its importance in regards to the energy transition. Walk me through why you do not buy this conversation in and around uh, their renewable natural gas. Um, great. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, I'm, I'm, we're having a similar conversation. I'm a, a council member on the city in Nanaimo, and um, we're looking at um, how we can take responsibility for reducing our, uh, our greenhouse gas emissions. And you know, over the last 20 years, we've set goals and we've overshot them continuously um, for the reason that folks are switching um, to uh, natural gas. And, you know, we've been just been seeing a lot of uh, advertising around how natural gas, all this renewable natural gas. I mean, everywhere you look, there's there's big placards up saying renewable natural gas. And when we were looking at um, you know mandating uh, more uh, low carbon energy systems at, in our uh, city in Nanaimo, uh, we had a uh, climate modeler and consultants come in and look, and basically everyone said that you need to you know, switch technologies to heat pumps and that to, to reduce your emissions. Mm-hmm. Um, and Fortis representatives uh, showed up and they were um, you know, quoting, uh, you know, in opposition to this and uh, quoting this uh, study that was done in early 22 about looking at the future uh, supply of renewable natural gas in BC. And, you know, they're talking about 100% renewable natural gas and just, all these words, you know, leaves, you know, uh, you know, municipal politician like myself head spinning, but people reached out to us saying like, yeah, it's not, you know, there's no such thing as, you know, having a hundred percent renewable natural gas. Uh, the best, even at full build out in 2050 is, is 5% um, renewable. Uh, and uh, then in this report that was used to really justify a lot of these claims, you know, I, the city of Richmond, it came out, I, I saw this report about all these redacted statements and just uh, somewhat infuriating for me in the sense that, you know, we're trying to make 
decisions based on, you know, unbiased expert opinion. And there were things in there that was saying, you know, how heat pumps and that are, you know, six to eight times more efficient and that the goal of emissions reduction um, could be met way easier than having to do with all this renewable natural gas by just switching technologies and that the recommendation of that would be that much more, you know, direct path. And um, so it's just, I, I just feel a lot of trust eroded in, in what, uh, you know, the information that Forrest is putting out there and, and how they're, you know, rather aggressively coming to local councils as we're making this thing, touting uh, studies that, you know, have had information removed from them and really conflating terms, you know, saying something that renewable natural gas when the actual fact is that only going to make up 5% best case scenario of this whole other suite of, you know, what they're saying, calling low, uh, low carbon gas, um, which is really, you know, coming from traditional ways of fracking, but using hydrogen and the technology is not even fully dialed in yet for, for feasibility. So it's just, you know, at the end of the day, kind of just left with this feeling it's just sort of trying to delay the process to, you know, keep, allowing natural gas hookups, which aren't allowing us to reach our uh, emissions reduction goal. And ultimately, it doesn't even look like it's going to be a, a cheaper option for, for people in the long run anyhow. So, uh, so, so Ben, just to, con- just to confirm here, though, uh, unlike fossil, uh, fossil fuel gas or traditional gas, perhaps is the best way to describe it, uh, renewable natural gas is, uh, is, comes from methane, which is captured from uh, landfills and, and uh, wood waste and, and, and uh, w- wastewater treatment plants. So I just want to confirm this. When they would be piping this renewable gas, it would be piped in with the conventional gas. Yeah, well, I mean, that's, it's, it's very complex, but when you get into like the details of it, so, so first, uh, say, for example... Just with residential heating, so the whole province uses about 230 petajoules of, of energy from natural gas. Of that 230, about 48 petajoules is for residential heating. Now, of that 48 petajoules, the report said even by 2050, only 10 petajoules, which is under 5%, would come from um, you know, capturing from landfill, uh, capturing it from wastewater treatment plants. Only 10 petajoules, even at the, the maximal buildup of the renewable natural gas system. And so what it does then, when they do capture it, it goes into this larger system and it's dipl- displacement. So you could sign up for renewable natural gas. It's not necessarily saying that that's what you're burning it. It's just saying that in this larger system, you know, there is an input into it. Um, but none of these distinctions are made when presentations are being made to council, and it's just saying 100% renewable natural gas by 2050. And it's just, you know, ultimately it is, it is, you know, one of the worst forms of greenwashing. And mm-hmm. so, um, you know, and, and, and for example, at our landfill, we're working to remove, you know, the, uh, 100% of our organics by 2030, and organic material are one of the main producers of natural gas. And so if we're taking that out of our landfill, the amount of natural gas that you're going to be able to capture from our landfill is just going to continually decrease smaller and smaller and smaller. And a lot of other regional districts and municipalities are going that direction as well. So it's just like the actual 
source of them is going to decrease as well. And so it's just, yeah, I find it infuriating. So when, when Fortis says that, look, we took some information out because it didn't fit the scope of, of, of uh, this particular report, it didn't fit into what we were actually looking at, you don't buy any of that? Well, I mean, you know, in a report that Fortis, you know, worked with the province of, of British Columbia to commission and is touting as an independent report, which they're going to rely on to market natural gas, and it says in it that, you know, um, uh, you know, source heat pumps used in the climate of southern coastal BC, where most of the population is located, can achieve a coefficient of performance um, that is six to eight times more efficient than heating with gas, or that, you know, the, the targets that are, are, are set to reduce emissions through the use of renewable gas, it doesn't report that could be easily met by just switching technologies. Um, yeah, they pro- I, I could imagine they'd want that out of the report because it doesn't really paint a, an effective picture for uh, natural gas uh, to, to achieve what it's saying to achieve around uh, emission reduction. So, um, yeah, call it out of scope or what you want, but uh, I'm sure that there's, there's a very strong reason why they you know, folks didn't want it in there. So do you think Fortis BC collectively as a corporation is lying? I think that there is an omission of key information that is, you know, for a municipal councillor trying to make a decision and this sort of sea of facts that are floating out there and, and really rely on expert opinion mm-hmm. and actively removing something from a report that is, you know, that, you know, folks from Fortis came to our council touting this report as an independent report on, you know, the prospects of utilizing renewable natural gas and then having information redacted from it after the actual final report was released. I mean, you can call it what you will, but uh, that's a serious omission. Do you think we're headed in the right direction uh, with this vote uh, in in Metro Vancouver and and, uh, the conversation that's occurring now in York on Vancouver Island uh, do you think we're heading in the right direction? Do you think we will eventually see a, a greater momentum to eliminating natural gas and new homes being built? Uh, absolutely. Like, one, the technology is now there where it's more efficient. Um, you know, there's an abundance of, of hydroelectric and, and, you know, renewable electricity generation that's coming online. And it, you know, the... The resiliency of our power grid uh, is bar none in the world. Um, and I think that, you know, if we really want to take responsibility for our fair share of emission reduction, the, 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 the writing's on the wall that natural gas is not going to get us there. And in, in a world where we're seeing, like, very frightening changes to climate with the forest fires, the heat domes, the flooding, um, I think, you know, I think it's it's high time that a you know a, a rich country and and a, and a rich province like ourselves just takes our fair share of responsibility and you know all the all the municipal consultants are you know working on this are saying that fuel switching is the only way to go mm-hmm. and it's not saying that natural gas you know has its place in specific applications and in specific climates but in southern you know British Columbia where it's all, uh, you know, um, low, 
low temperature heating, um, you know, that's, it, it, it really is a no brainer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in regards to this conversation, uh, I've talked about Fortis BC. Do you think the BC Utilities Commission, uh, is in your mind, uh, is, uh, a step away from all this and can still, uh, make decisions you believe for the, what's best, uh, for the province of British Columbia and its people? You know, at the end of the day, you know, I, I have to have faith in, in, in government and that the folks that are, you know, placed in the responsibility of doing what's best, uh, you know, w- with their roles are, are making those decisions and just making fact-based decisions. Um, you know, it is a little bit worrisome than an independent report, which the province was, you know, on the, the directing board, um, the steering committee for it, did uh, retract and, 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 and remove information from a final report. That is worrisome, but I do have faith in the Utilities Commission, um, you know, to, to, to do what's necessary and what's right. Mm-hmm. Ben, thank you so much for your time today. Really appreciate it. Thank you.